Have you considered using Facebook ads to grow your social media following? If so, I'll be revealing the basics to leveraging Facebook ads to make a greater impact online. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what's going on everyone? It's Alec Hassan here. And if you're new to Digital Ministry Mastery, we provide digital ministry leaders with the tactics they need to create greater impact and income online. Because uh, I say it all the time, but I really believe that if we're working hard to provide a lot of value in the world, then we should be compensated for what we do. I also believe that you shouldn't have to rely on sponsorships or going viral in order to see success online. So. When I took uh, my online ministry and my podcast from making like zero dollars and making like zero impact, uh, not just like in my own life, but in the lives of my audience, to then generating over like $12,000 in revenue in less than six months, uh, one of the major keys to achieving that uh, was running Facebook ads. There's a lot of information you know, out there when it comes to using Facebook ads, and there's also a lot of like crazy technical garbage too. You know, I tried using software like Google Tag Manager. I was even learning how to code. And to be honest, um, after doing all of the, these really complicated techniques, what I found was that just keeping it simple was way better than making it more complicated than it needed to be. And now, you know, with the restrictions that Apple has imposed on tracking user data, you know, it's even harder to track certain metrics that used to make it like really easy and seamless for the Facebook ads manager platform to be able to get your ads to the right people. And then even too, like Facebook is also further restricting like who you can target on their platform as well. Uh, but fortunately, you know, like I said before, it's better to just keep some, keep things simple. So before I show you the method um, or like break down the method that I applied uh, to my own podcast, my own online ministry in order to hit that goal, um, of making you know twelve thousand dollars in less than six months, um, <clears throat> pardon me. <laughs> but um, I wanted to show you how people have have been able to use Facebook ads to target the right customers. So the model that I'm going to show you or explain is what a lot of people refer to as kind of like creating like a funnel approach. It's where you know at the top you could like imagine like a picture of a funnel. At the top of the funnel, it's very wide. It's very large. And then as you go down further and further, it narrows further to like this singular point. Uh, so you can imagine, you know, with the wide top, it makes it very easy to gather a large amount of things. You know, stuff's not gonna be spilling over the edge. And for Facebook ads, when you would run an ad for the first time, it's typically gonna be reaching a very broad audience. You know, Facebook is just showing this ad to anyone and everyone uh, who meets like the general general like parameters that, that you gave it. So if you told Facebook just to show this ad to men who are over 25 years old and are interested in golf, uh, you know, it's gonna show your ad to every single type of person like that. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be the type of person who's gonna buy what you have, but it's gonna be anyone who's a man over 25 that likes golf or expressed some type of interest in golf. So you can imagine it's a very large market. So whether or not those people, uh, 
like what you have to offer is something that Facebook doesn't know yet, you know, but it begins to figure that out depending on who's clicking on your ads. Uh, so it, it makes this general outreach, you know, which is that broad top part of the funnel that you could imagine. And then as the as Facebook begins to better understand the audience, this funnel begins to narrow down. And now you can target very specific groups of people who may have interacted with your ad. They could have watched a certain percentage. Uh, like if it's a video, you know, they could watch a certain percentage of the video. Um, or you can even target people who like clicked on it and then maybe gave you their email but didn't purchase. So as you can imagine, you know, running ads to people who engaged with your previous ad could be very promising because the person who sees an ad and then clicks on it is more likely to purchase your product or sign up for one of your things than someone who saw the ad and then just, you know, scrolled right past it. So the next level, uh, you know, if you can bring it to the next level of, of your ads, you can then target, you know, people who clicked on it. So uh, before Apple had their updates, Facebook could really easily track things like what pages people visited on your website. Uh, it could track how long they were on your website. It could even track whether or not someone added a particular item to their shopping cart. You know, they could be very, inf like, like if you had someone who went to your website, they added like 10 things to the shopping cart and didn't buy versus someone who added like, nothing to the shopping cart, you know, the person who added nothing is definitely not interested as the person who added 10 things to the cart. So if someone added 10 things, you really want to have your ads focused on that person. But, uh, you know, Apple doesn't really like allow that anymore on their phone. So when you're running ads, you know, you used to be able to create a, a ads that would specifically target people who added an item to their cart, uh, but didn't purchase. And then you could make sure that an ad included things like maybe like a discount code or possibly like more information about the quality or the warranty on the product. So basically, you know, you could provide information to help a customer who is about to purchase um, to give them the information they need to make a decision if they should purchase or not. But like I said, you know, Apple updates, you know, it's very unfortunate, but a lot of this tracking is now not possible and it's unfortunate. Um, because like a lot of also like a lot of online businesses like really relied on this information and because they don't have that anymore, a lot of these businesses had to shut down. So all the stuff I said prior about having ads target a general audience and then having ads target a more specific audience, again then you know going all the way down to having your ads target people who may have visited uh, specific like pages on your website, you know Facebook isn't really favoring this approach anymore. You know, Facebook had to also change how they're doing things in order to accommodate for basically like what Apple had did. But, you know, it's okay that this approach doesn't work because it's just, you know, if anything, that old approach was super complicated. And if one thing broke down during the process, then like, you know, the whole thing would be out of whack. It would just be a pain in the butt to try to fix. So if anything, you know, it's actually like really kind of cool that you know, Facebook and Apple have been kind of like pivoting to this new approach. In fact, like every social media platform has their own unique, you know, they have, they have their own unique culture, their own unique approach when it comes to running things like ads or even running like just promoting different, uh, different posts that you put on these social media platforms. You know, so whether it's like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or even like Google, the type of ads or content, um, even the theme, you know, of your ad and the content, it's going to be heavily influenced by what site you're, you're putting it on. So for example, ads on Google, they're going to be way different than ads on Facebook. And you might be wondering like, well, why is that? Well, Google, you know, imagine you're going on Google. What are you going to do? 
You're going to look something up. You know, you're looking up how to do X, Y, and Z. What is the best X, Y, Z? So it's a, it's a search engine. So when you're showing your ad to someone, it's typically going to be someone who is looking for an answer or they're looking for information on a specific topic. Therefore, you know, your ad should quickly and clearly address either the problem, the solution, or the information that the person needs in order to make an informed decision. But Facebook, you know, it's a, it's a social platform. You know, it's not just a social media platform. You know, people are on there because they're looking for connection. You know, they're looking to build trust. They're looking to be in community. Uh, so sometimes people are looking for entertainment, uh, but for the most part, they are looking for a connection, essentially. So when running ads or promoting products, if you're building a relationship and a connection with people first, then, you know, not only is Facebook more ready to, you know, more eager to like promote that kind of content or that type of ad, but people are more easily receptive to that type of ad too, because it sort of makes sense um, in the context of the platform. You know, you could imagine like at different events, you know, certain behaviors at certain events are more appropriate than others. You know, a comedian is not going to get a lot of laughs if they show up at a funeral, but if they show up at a bar, you know, it's very different. Um, or if someone is talking very loudly in a library versus talking loudly on the beach, you know, they're very different. Even the type of clothes, you know, you don't wear a bathing suit in a library versus wearing a bathing You know, those things are so out of the ordinary that when people see that, they're they're turned off by it. They're like, what the heck is this? And the same thing could be true for your ads. It might be a good ad. You know, you might be wearing a really nice bathing suit, but you're in the library and that's not appropriate. So your ad might just not be in the right place. So, you know, the prior approach of funneling people and narrowing down your audience, you know, this completely lacked like the social element to it. So that's why with the ad structure that, you know, I plan on implementing, it's going to be first and foremost focused on building rapport and connection. And that's going to be like the main core of it. So this means running ads to free resources, free downloads, free events. I'll even run ads to promote, you know, uh, like my Facebook page. Basically, like, you know, no one will see an ad that's trying to promote anything that will require that, like, they're not going to see an ad that requires them to pull out their credit card, essentially. You know, I won't even try to get them to, you know, give me their name or their email in the beginning, though. You know, in the beginning, I won't. So, Rather than a funnel, it, it kind of, you could imagine, it looks more like a journey where every step along the way, I'm building more trust and I'm proving to the people who are entering my world that, you know, I, I'm here to basically serve and, you know, I have experience to, to be able to lead them on this journey. So the thing that's really cool about this is that essentially, like, it should be way less, ex way less expensive to be running ads to a free product. Um, you know, if people, people like what they received with the free thing, they'll be given more opportunities with more ads or they'll be able to like my Facebook page or, you know, follow me on, you know, Instagram or subscribe to the podcast and things like that, you know, so they'll have more opportunities to continue to say yes and to move further along in the journey and to see like the type of content that's being produced. Um, also, when people like join things like a Facebook group, any act any activity uh, they perform in the group, whether it's like engaging with specific posts or watching certain videos, Facebook is able to track that information because it's all happening within the app. So if I wanted to run an ad, for example, let's say to like a, a free content creation checklist and I had a vision 
or not a vision, I had a video in my group talking about content creation, then I could run an ad to all the people who watched 50% of the video, let's say. Because someone who watched 50% of the video is way more likely to be interested in content creation than someone who only watched the first few seconds of the video. So hopefully that's like making sense there. So, you know, just to review this, you know, get the overarching view of uh, this kind of Facebook ads approach that I'm going to be doing here. It's going to be running ads to give away a free resource that doesn't require any opt-in, no name, no email, no credit card. And then I can run ads to people who clicked on the previous ad, but this time it'll be for a free resource that requires people to put in their email in order to get it, or it'll require them to join the Facebook group in order to get it. Um, and then, you know, it's going to be running ads to people who opted in and, you know, invite them to the Facebook group, um, invite them to like another type of like online event, something, something that's spe specific and special to only those who raise their hand and said, Oh, yep, I'm interested in this thing. So, you know, now that I have people in the group, now that I have people in my, on my email list, uh, I can basically contact them directly. You know, I can provide a lot of value uh, to them for free and it won't even really cost me anything because I don't have to run ads to get this content to those people. So then when I do promote a product, I'll be able to do so on the page or via email without having to spend money on ads. And then plus, like at this point, you can imagine um, people who are in the community, they're already going to know me. They're already going to trust me a bit more, which means that they're more likely to make the purchase as long as what I'm offering really provides value. Because if they're like, man, this provides a lot of value, but then they're a little bit doubtful because they're like, I don't know if I trust this guy. Then it's like, well, that's, you know, that's not good. You know, I'm not trying to rip people off here, but if they trust me, they're like, oh yeah, no, I, I know. I, like, you know, he knows what he's talking about. And he came out with this resource about this thing that sounds really good. Well, yeah, I may as well get it. It's like, exactly. So, you know, this, this approach, it's like, it's certainly longer than just trying to sell something immediately. Uh, but, you know, people online are getting, they're getting more and more accustomed to these like larger buying cycles, which, which basically means that they, they have to really get to know you and trust you before they're making a purchase. You know, people want to be more informed. They want to feel more connected to people before making that purchase. So, you know, my goal um, with this structure is to really lean into that knowledge and build a better relationship first. So I really hope that this information is going to help you, not just in your own um, journey for like making ads, but even content creation as well, help you understand that like people really want to feel that they're forming this connection with the person before they're moving forward with something like following them or giving an email address or even giving someone like the credit card information, you know? So thanks so much for listening. Um, I really hope that you know, this video provide a lot of value for you. And yeah, if you think this can help a friend or a family member who is doing stuff like podcasting or social media stuff, then please, I invite you to share this with them and make sure to subscribe and rate this, uh, you know, rate this as well. So thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. 
And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.